A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary treasured all these things, reflecting upon them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. As we stand on the threshold of this new year, we look back on the year that is ending and forward to the new year that is opening before us. As in years gone by, this year has been filled with both joys and hopes, grief and anguish. And this year, as we move toward a fourth year of the COVID pandemic, we realize that this virus is persistent. It is not something we can leave behind. It is becoming increasingly clear that this virus is something we must learn to live with. There's a single line in today's gospel that helps us navigate this threshold moment. And Mary treasured all these things, reflecting upon them in her heart. Simply put, in this single sentence, Mary shows us how to deal with tragedy in our lives. The things that Mary treasured are the events that surround the birth of Christ. But what is peculiar about this line is it says that Mary treasured all of these things. This is perplexing. If the line said that Mary treasured some of these things, it would be easy to understand. Some of the things surrounding the birth of Christ were wonderful indeed. It would make sense to treasure the angel's song, the visit of the shepherds, the healthy baby boy that Mary brought into this world. But the text does not say that Mary treasured some of these things, but that she treasured all of these things. This is confusing because some of the things surrounding the birth of Christ were quite horrible. Remember that Joseph was ready to divorce Mary when he discovered that she was pregnant. In time, the two of them moved beyond that hurtful judgment but it certainly left scars on the relationship. Exactly what part of that near disaster do we imagine Mary was treasuring? We cannot forget the forced and difficult journey to Bethlehem in the last few days of a pregnancy and the profound disappointment that Mary must have felt as she had to place her beautiful baby boy in a filthy manger. What was there about these hardships that Mary was holding close to her heart. 
nor was it good news that King Herod was trying to kill the child. His plans would eventually force the Holy Family to flee to Egypt. Was this something Mary would want to remember fondly? What part of this evil and violence was Mary treasuring in her heart? It's helpful to know that the Greek word here that we translate as treasured actually means to hold on to, and by extension, to own or accept. If we understand the word in this way, the text is telling us that Mary is accepting all these tragic aspects of Jesus' birth. Why is she accepting them? Because she understands that not to accept them would leave her life dominated by anger, denial, and depression. Mary did not choose to live that way. Mary accepted all these tragic aspects of Jesus' birth. She treasured them because they were the way the birth came about. Such acts of acceptance do not mean that the tragic aspects of our lives are somehow good and beautiful. Our tragedies remain tragedies, but they must be claimed as our tragedies, because it is only by accepting them that we can move forward and continue to live. But Mary does more than show us the importance of accepting our tragedies. The second part of the text reads, reflecting upon them in her heart. Again, the Greek is helpful. The word here translated as reflecting upon is a wonderful Greek word which literally means to throw together. So the scripture is telling us that Mary first accepts the tragedies she has experienced and then throws them together with the rest of her life. Mary shows us a pattern of accepting and throwing together. And what is important in this pattern is when our tragedies are thrown together with the rest of our lives, it allows the good things to win. I recently heard this wisdom from a very unlikely source. Anderson Cooper has a new podcast, All There Is. It's about the grief he felt when his mother died and the grief that has defined his life since his father died when he was 10 and his brother, who died by suicide when Anderson was 21. Cooper explores grief and loss with various guests. Last September, in a deeply personal and intimate conversation, the late show host, Stephen Colbert, opened up about the importance of learning to love the things you most wish had never happened. Colbert, who is the youngest of 11 siblings, lost his father and two teenage brothers, Peter and Paul, in a plane crash near Charlotte, North Carolina, on September 11, 1974. He was just 10 years old at the time. Colbert said, That is such a cliff that I fell off emotionally and physically and spiritually at that age. 
Colbert told Cooper that the loss of his father and brothers shattered his and his mother's lives, but it did not destroy them. It is a gift to exist, Colbert told Cooper, and with existence comes suffering. There is no escaping that. But if you are grateful for your life, then you have to be grateful for all of it. Once the Word became flesh, as we read in the Gospel of John on Christmas Day, the entire material world, birthing and dying in time, was the privileged place for divine revelation. Henceforward, as Paula D'Arcy says, God comes to us disguised as our life.